Hi, this is Joel Blackstock with the Taproot Therapy Collective Podcast, and you are listening to our series on archetypes. This is a brief six-part series, and if you missed the first, you can check out all of the archetypes in the series of the podcast at gettherapybirmingham.com. So what are archetypes? The phrase has entered the public lexicon now as something that is universal, or timeless, or a building block of experience. But the term is originated by psychologist Carl Jung when he is talking about patterns within the self, within psychology, that are projected outward because they're part of our psychology and we are the ones who create and build culture, mythology, and religion into culture, mythology, and religion. So we have these building blocks or patterns of the human experience inside of us We project them out through myth, storytelling, and uh, human experience. And by studying them, we can find something that is timelessly, poetically, or metaphorically true. And today we are talking about the child archetype, having previously talked about the king, queen, magician, warrior, and lover archetypes. The child is a tricky archetype to find within ourselves. The child is the first archetype that the self identifies with. The child has no problem asking for help or expressing its emotions and desires loudly and honestly. The child is a kind of creative anarchy that we lose as adults and rediscover during liminal and transitional spaces in our development. The child is a freedom that we reconnect with when we release the parts of ourselves that have held us back. The child is alive, feeling that the addict begins to reconnect with after completing recovery. The child is strongly associated with the unconscious and a sense of connectedness to all things. Children are still discovering the things that make them unique individuals. The child is growth, and children know how to grow instinctively. The child does not remember all of the rules that we had to learn as adults, and is more interested in its own creative impulses and whims than rules or deadlines. The child is necessary for art and for self-discovery, but it can become solipsistic when it is overindulged. The child puts us in touch with vulnerability, but it cares about its own emotions, desires, and whims. It is not aware of others or their wants or needs. The child is important to creatives because it is the source of new ideas and perspectives, but it needs to be tempered lest we become selfish, oblivious, and inwardly focused. In adulthood, we lose touch with the vulnerability and capacity for growth that we felt as children. Adults come to believe that the limiting voice of their inner critic is responsible, and that asking for help or admitting vulnerability is weak. Many times, the process of therapy forces us to uncover our own vulnerable child and reconnect with the parts of ourself that are hurting or scared. When we cannot honestly admit our own needs, fears, and sadness, We often overcomplicate our life. Patients who are over-identified with the child may present to therapy lost in creative visions and emotional whims. While often, while over-identified with the child, these patients will be oblivious or in denial about the practical and detail-oriented responsibilities of adult life. They may be prone to bouts of drug use or personal vision quests and passion projects. They may live a life ruled by emotion. Patients will often over-identify with the child as a response to their families of origin having a pathological queen archetype that stifled development. In college or as adults, 
These patients cast aside all responsibilities and overcompensate for the constraints of their childhood with an overly juvenile outlook on responsibility. Patients under-identified with the child will present to therapy asking the therapist to produce pragmatic and concrete changes in their lives and relationships. They often come from families led by an over-identified king or warrior that had no interest in the uncertainty or self-discovery of the child archetype, and often no interest in the intuitive nature of the magician. These patients will have little interest in getting in touch with the vulnerabilities or the flights of fancy of the child. They see creativity as unproductive and a waste of time. We are all born in the world as vulnerable child, as naive beings that see the world as an unending canvas on which to paint our vision for ourselves. These tendencies are idealistic, but they are also natural. Material realities impose restrictions on our lives, and we are remiss to ignore them, but also we do not want to waste the potential meaning in our lives if we become their slaves. Rediscovering the child is necessary for personal growth and healing required to make progress in therapy. The child is not only creativity and growth, but also innate resilience. Patients who rediscover the child during a chronic illness may make the discovery, may make recovery, whereas patients who do not, may not. If you enjoyed this explication of the child archetype, Please check out the other parts in this six-part series on our website, gettherapybirmingham.com, or search for the podcast, the Taproot Therapy Collective Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much.